0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Well, folks, I think we'll go ahead and get started. And if you don't mind, I'm just going to sit up here. I've been standing... Pretty much since Saturday, so um, welcome to unfolding the IRA roadmap. I'm Janine Stanley, and I am our director of customer, excuse me, support and engagement. I, my title just changed, so a little difficult to remember it sometimes. Uh, with IRA, I've been with IRA for about four years now, and so it's always exciting to come to ACB and see so many people coming back. And uh, I've Run into a lot of newly uh, joined ACB people this week, so that was encouraging to see. All righty, so how many of you are Ira Explorers? Clap, please. Wow! All right, excellent. How many of you are not Ira Explorers? <gasps> Ooh, well, then you know what? I'm going to skip my whole first section about what is IRA because you all know what it is. (laughs) You are very familiar with it. So I would like to talk to you, though, about something that we have going on. But first, I want to speak to a couple things. We had this morning around 945 our three millionth call. Yep, since we began in 2016, our three millionth call, that was pretty exciting. It could have come from this convention, I don't know, but uh, it's very, very possible. So, we want to thank everybody for using the service and, and really believing in us to do what's right and what we need to do to provide access because, all together now, access is a human right? and especially access to information that, in the past, we as blind people have taken for granted, well, you know what, I don't really need it. It's, It's just visual stuff, I'll be fine, or, well, I'll get somebody to do that. And now we have a number of different ways for you to get visual assistance, not just IRA, but a number of ways. We also want to thank you for the resolution about visual interpreting, and particularly the California Council of the Blind that brought that resolution to ACB, we appreciate this. It's not about IRA. It's about visual interpreting. So we appreciate your support of the concept, because when you have access as a human right, we need to actually make sure that we're providing that access in a professional way. And so going forward, we are going to be talking more and more to you about that, and Let's see, reading my notes here. And uh, one thing that is helping us do this is the fact that we have more access partners. And as you all know, access partners are those organizations that pay for your use of IRA while you are using their products. Target, Starbucks, uh, airports, any number of places. So we were able to get more access partners in the last six months. We've had 12 new ones since last year when I was here. Actually, when we were in uh, Omaha, we have 30 new partners. And that's allowed us to keep our prices right where they are through 2024. So we're happy about that. And who knows, we may be able to lower prices at some point. That would be quite exciting, I think. And you know, we appreciate everybody here for, you know, hanging on with us through the whole pricing adventure. It was the last thing we wanted to do, believe me. And for hanging in with us through all of that communication confusion, um, we are so happy that we can bring you your ACB plans that you had in 2022. You can keep those. You can keep your current plan that you're on. If you are a new person to IRA and you want to get a new plan, you're going to get a 10% discount for being part of ACB. Now, going forward, we have some new staff. That's also what we've been putting some of our investments toward, is getting some new staff so that we can move the company along a bit. And we have hired some new engineers, but the two big positions that we've hired are our VP of Blindness Services. Now, when we had our little communications escapade in January, Troy promised everyone that he was going to hire a VP of Blindness Initiatives to help us not make that mistake again and to help us actually move visual interpreting forward. And he did that. And Mr. Everett Bacon started with us in June. And he is right now in Houston, but he will be with ACB next year in Jacksonville. So never fear. You will get to meet him. And you will all probably hear from him on the state level as well. And we'll learn a little bit about that initiative in a minute. We also hired a new chief technical officer, and that is Mr. Jeffrey Petal. Whoops, there we go. And Jeffrey has a deep background in AI, so everybody knows the word of the year is AI. And I'll talk about what Jeffrey is going to move us toward in AI with Ira. Now we have some new access partners. Like I said, we have 12 since January, 30 since last July. Uh, we have several airports, Sacramento, uh, Albany, trying to think of the others, <laughs> coming on board. A number of airports, but the really important ones that we have are the state of Colorado. Anybody here from Colorado? Oh, no Colorado people. Uh oh. Well, all of their state. Facilities, including state parks, all of their state websites, and IRA for employees is provided through uh, the state of Colorado. So, all of that, you can go to a state building, you can go to a state website, anything that you need in Colorado provided by the state. And of course, their rehab folks can set you up with IRA as part of your rehabilitation plan if you're working with them that way. Probably our biggest thing. And it started, believe, right around this time last year. The state of Alabama. Anybody from Alabama? Wow, no Alabama people. Well, you might want to move to Alabama. <laughs> if you register with the Alabama Institute for the Deaf and Blind, you will then be provided with free IRA. Now, I was under the impression it was 200 minutes a month, but it could be more. And they are doing this along with the state of Alabama to make sure that people have access to the services that they need. And one of those is visual interpreting. So hats off to them. Uh, Donovan from AIDB was here. I think he's gone home now, but he was here. And you'll be hearing more about them in our various podcasts and how they did what they did at the state level. So that's where... Everett is going to be talking to your states, uh, along with supporting your resolution to go to your states and try to get the states to look at funding IRA. And, of course, other visual interpreting services, should there be others, and we certainly hope there will be, because competition is good. Alrighty, so... This time last year, we introduced what we called Ira for Desktop. How many of you guys have used Ira for Desktop? All right. Excellent. Excellent. This, actually, this March at CSUN, we introduced the all new Ira Explorer app. It was a complete revamp of our app. It looks similar in places to the old app, which is now called Ira Legacy. It is not available on Android anymore, but the old app is still available on the iPhone should you need to use it. But we're encouraging everybody to download the IRA Explorer app. So how many people have downloaded it? All right. How many of you are using it? Yeah. All right. Excellent. So the new app, if you are not familiar with it, Uh, has a couple features that we're we're gonna see from applause how many people use these. So probably the biggest feature the new app has is the ability to share files and photos. Finally, you can take that inaccessible PDF. You don't have to worry about firing up TeamViewer and getting to your computer. You can grab that file, attach it to your I recall, send it to your agent. No more writing down the agent's email with that unspellable last name and exchanging emails and waiting and wasting your minutes. Here you can just exchange the files. Your IRA agent can also do some things to your photos. They, the agent can crop them, they can adjust some things on the photos. I, I don't know all of the things they can do to your photos at this point, but there are a number of them. So if you have a photo that you need maybe changed into a square for social media, some social media sites want the photos in squares rather than portrait or landscape. Our agents can do that. Not a problem. Just attach that photo to your message and then let them know what you want to do. Uh, And of course, text messaging there is still available. You can write a message to the agent. We're going to be working on adding back the predictive messages that we had in the old app. So you can define those if you want. We also have the I can't talk right now checkbox. And that is there right now. So... That is the really big feature, but we now have an. Ex- we're calling it experimental because anybody who's used it knows it's it's a little it's a little <laughs> yeah it's a little experimental. Um, uh, but it is our screen share feature. So this takes the place of something that really didn't work, which was. Um, Team Viewer quick support for the iPhone. It really didn't work. And so we have this new screen sharing feature. We're tweaking it. We are trying to make it work for folks. And I think I've come up with why it's not working. So our engineers are, are laughing at me because I think it's, it's pilot error on my case because um, I'm going too fast. They said, slow down. Like, um, no. <laughs> Fix it. So actually, they are working on it. So, um, But that is a new feature that everybody wanted to be able to share their screen. On iOS, you cannot manipulate someone's phone. On some models of Android, you can, but fewer and fewer models. So you can share the screen, though, so that they can help position your cursor on an inaccessible button so you can label it. They can watch your Uber car from the Uber app through that screen share as well, because we don't incorporate Uber into our app for various reasons. Number one, they wouldn't work with us, and number two, the way their history with people with service animals, that's just incomprehensible. So anyway, we have that. You can sign into the app with your phone or with... Uh, yes, as Judy said, it can help you deposit a check. Um, if your bank doesn't have the automatic uh, feature to give you directions, which a lot of banks don't, um, it can definitely help you with that. Uh, other features of the app that are coming, actually, we redid the photo gallery. So that's a little bit better experience than on the old app. You can now share, well, you can always share your photos, but now there is just a little bit more uh Organization to that part of the app. Alrighty, you can also, if you have two accounts, you can see your minutes broken out in your usage tab. The other thing we did, and again, this is a work in progress, is to revamp the feedback screen. How many of you have used the feedback screen and are saying, We. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes and Judy summed it up here the new screen is a pain in the neck yes and I'll tell you why Um, right now we are rewriting that whole screen uh, in our own language and our own computer code Uh, the code that we were using the Flutter code wasn't handling voiceover well and wasn't putting your cursor where it needed to be i.e. the next form field or the next field to be able to just go through that form quickly so we are trying to fix that that's top of the agenda to fix for us but our dev team is also going to be bringing out a couple new features and the first one that i know they're bringing out is uh, siri and google capabilities so you can say hey s person call ira and that will be back we had that in the old app and it will be in the new app very probably about a month and the same for google is it google assistant now I believe. Uh, Same thing for Google Assistant though. You can tell that particular assistant to call Ira, and that will happen. The next thing is being able to change your payment method from within the new app. You can do it in the old app. You can't in the new app, uh, but that is coming. Followed by being able to change your plan both downward and upward. So that will be coming in the fall. Those are a few things. And then I'm going to ask you here in a few minutes what you want. So that's all about the new app. The other thing about the new app, is there anybody in here who has low vision and is using the new app? Anybody? All right. Wow. We are looking for people with low vision because what we want to do with the new app, we put a lot of work into it. There are a lot of improvements in the look of the app, but if you know somebody with low vision who uses Ira and says, you know, I don't like the experience, we're trying to customize it so that you can customize it to your visual needs rather than us trying to do that for you, assuming and getting it wrong. All righty, so... Now we're going to talk AI versus RI. Oh, no, not another abbreviation. What is RI? Well, we've got artificial intelligence versus real intelligence. Yes. And AI is interesting. How, how many of you have used chat GPT to do something? Yeah, yeah. How many times has it gotten it wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah quite, quite interesting, actually. Well, AI is still going to need a little help. It's still going to need real people. And those real people are going to have to have, in our case, some training in order to give you directions, in order to assist you as you're moving around, in order to be able to keep your data safe, too. That's a big concern with AI. And that is why Jeffrey Petal has joined us as our chief technology officer. We also have a chief security officer now. And these folks are really working to make sure that as we use AI, we're using it in a very safe manner for you and your data. Now, what will you see? Are we going to have some part of the app that does AI? Not yet, most of the AI in IRA is going to happen behind the scenes, so you're going to see it in a better agent experience. Agents that have more resources, calls that get picked up faster. I know this this time of year it gets a little crazy getting an agent, but. Uh, we want to make sure that we're scheduling agents properly, that we're using some of that data that flows in, because we've got tons of it. You know We want to use that wisely to actually help us get you the service that you need. Now, we, way back when and some of you may have remembered, may remember this we hired Honorood uh, Cool who is the inventor of seeing AI. He was with us for a bit, and he did some work in AI for us that was uh, predicting calls. What kind of calls do we get? How can we search somebody's calls to figure out maybe ahead of time what you're going to be calling about? Oh, Judy always calls to fix her remote. What kind of remote does she have? Oh, let's go into the data and find out. And that remote pops right up on the screen. So that's the kind of thing. Anirud has gone on to bigger and more exciting things. And as always, you know, he's quite an interesting guy. So... Believe me, follow him on Facebook if you uh, are so inclined because he does some really interesting things. And he always puts alt text on his photos. Yay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I always thank him for it too. So that's where we are with AI. Um, I'm going to go to our existing plans and our new plans. It gets confusing. So if you have an IRA plan right now, keep it. Don't do anything unless you want to. We are looking into allowing you to move plans within those 2022 plans. So if maybe you got the standard plan that's a little too much for you, you can drop. That news will be coming soon. I uh, don't know when, but we're looking at how we can do that. If you don't have an IRA plan or you know somebody that might want a plan, of course, you get the 10% ACB discount, but then you are also going to be looking at our new plans. We made nine of them because we heard people who said, you know, I have 140 minutes and I use like 70 minutes of it and it goes to waste. We are not planning to do rollover minutes. I know somebody's going to ask that. We're not planning that. But we want you to be able to make the most use of your minutes. So that's why we have these different sizes of plans. And if you want information about the different plans, you can give our customer care folks a call. They are open Monday through Friday. They're um, going to be closed on the weekends starting in August. But they are open from Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, which is 9 to 9 on the East Coast. And you can figure out the rest in between. <laughs> Every time I try to do these, I get something wrong. At least it's not international timing. All righty, so... Just looking here at the rest of my notes before we get to questions. Ways to pay for IRA about those plans. So one of the things that we're looking at through Everett Bacon and Troy Atilio, our CEO, is things like the state of Colorado, the state of Texas with the Texas Workforce Commission where they will now pay for your IRA. Uh, If you, of course, fit their profile uh, of someone who is looking for a job. Uh, There are other states that will also pay for your IRA. And to know if your state does or not, please contact us. But we realize not everybody is associated with a rehab agency. So like the state of Alabama, we want to see states do creative things, like maybe partner with a big nonprofit who can then, you know get the people to register it helps the nonprofits numbers it helps the state it helps everybody so that is one of the things that we're doing to help you pay for ira we know that it is really hard to afford a subscription these days and the community really deserves us working hard to get those prices down all righty Finally, before we get to the fun of questions and then trivia, I wanted to tell you about a new podcast that we have. It's called Access Matters, and this is for the general public. We still have IraCast, that's particularly for our Explorer customers, and that one is going to uh, cover our bi-monthly Explorer calls, Uh, tips and tricks, new features, things like that. Access Matters is a series of interviews with people in the blind and low vision community and our access partners showing exactly how they make these things happen. How does access happen? Who does what? Who has to change their way of thinking about things? Uh, Clark Rockville was on our very first episode along with Mark Riccobono from NFB. It was a fun Clark and Mark episode. (laughs) So, yeah, we had the two of them, and, and they they were great together. I interviewed them separately, but you would have sworn they were in the same room talking to each other, so it was kind of cool. But uh, in a, an upcoming episode that I'm hoping to air on Monday, we'll have uh, uh, Everett Bacon in to talk to you all. We had a feature on the Houston airports. We'll be doing more airport things. We're going to be doing supermarkets. Which reminds me, <laughs> one of our biggest uh, new access partner activities is a trial that we are doing with Kroger. How many people here shop at Kroger? All right, we got a we got one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, you got it, but no problem. No problem. So. One of the things that the Kroger company, uh, they are really trying to embrace accessibility, and they have some great people doing it, and they are doing a trial of IRA at 12 Kroger stores in the Columbus, Ohio area. One of them is the one I shop at. I'm excited. Uh, So that trial will be going on for the next 90 days, and I know the Columbus ACB chapter knows about it and have spread the word, so... um, if this trial goes well, if you know it gets approved by Kroger, that will go nationwide. That's going to be our first nationwide is it Kroger owned by Safeway. Or Safeway owns- owned by Kroger, actually. Will that, will that include Safeway? Yes, it will include include all of the Kroger affiliates. Yes, from uh, what is it, Ralphs in California? Um, all right, Safeway. Um, there are some others. Uh, what is it, Mariano's? I think. Yeah. Yep. Here in the Chicago area. Yep. That will be included. So um, that will be huge news because we get one national chain like that. And those folks in, uh, where are they based now? Oklahoma, I believe. The company that starts with W? Yes, Walmart. (laughs) Everybody wants Walmart. And this is going to be one more push. Um, We've been working with Walmart for a long time. (laughs) And it's finding that right person who can drive it, you know, over the line to, to actually get that access. But we're still working on Walmart. Our number one employer, while I'm telling you about that, is Amazon, we have assisted, and we didn't, believe me, we were there to assist. These people got the jobs, but over 200 people in the last year and a half working at Amazon, from the fulfillment center all the way up to the executive offices. So we're really excited that we could help people do that. Amazon stepped up. They said, you know what, we have a labor shortage. Let's, let's get people to work. And these are people who can yeah, we're working on that. Um, <laughs> we've talked to them about that, and right now they're just doing the employment thing, but it would be nice to get free access to the Amazon website. So, And we carry forward what you guys say, too. And so we say, you know, hey, look, we talked to a lot of people at ACB, and they really want to have access to the Amazon website. And uh, in the back here for the... For the uh, ACB media recording, goodness. Uh, she, she mentioned that she feels much more secure shopping on Prime Day uh, and not having to worry about minutes. And right now, unfortunately, not the case. However, unless you live in Alabama, then you're set, right? All righty. So let me take some questions from you folks, and then we'll get to the fun of door prizes. Judy has a question, and then... Um, Oh, I'm sorry, do we have somebody okay. over there who somebody can?
2: Editor.
1: She's right. Okay. Oh, super. Thank you. Oh,
2: Thanks thank very you. much, Janine. That thank was you. very interesting. Mm-hmm. I've been an IRA user since 2016. And for the first six years, I got used to a very high-quality level of agent, agents who suggested things, agents who went off and looked things up before I even had a chance to ask them to look things up, and it was pretty amazing, and I have to say, my experience in the last several months, I mean, they're all lovely people, but I am certainly finding now that I frequently get agents that, uh, to me, really blunt about it, are not up to the standard to which I became accustomed. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, if is this because there's a lot of new agents, or are the agents not receiving the training that they once did, or
1: why exactly this might be? That is a very good question, Judy, and they are definitely receiving the training. One of the things that's kind of shifted in the way we do things and I, I know uh, we have heard this, you're not the first person to say this. Um, and the training is pretty comprehensive, but we've had to look at what is visual interpreting versus personal assistance. And there's a very fine line. And our agents, you know, a lot of the agents that started with us were incredible people, and they liked hoping they liked being able to do that kind of predictive thing and as we hire more and more agents and have that agent pool, we hope we don't you know diminish the skills that you need uh, but we also have to draw that fine line between personal assistant for for example, and, for uh-huh. example uh-huh. I
2: called an agent I was um, outside at the relief area the one here by the
1: uh, yes uh,
2: the convention center about 6 in the morning. There wasn't anybody around. So I called Ira, and I was looking for a trash can. Then I was, the agent couldn't find one. I asked um, to find an inside door, and finally I said, do you have a map? She said, oh, I think I have one around here somewhere. And after hearing your podcast about how all these agents were being trained on the conventions and Mm -hmm. all this preparation
1: that was supposed to be Mm -hmm. going I was like, like, didn't you go to the class, you know? (laughs) I was just going to say that uh, we are sorry that that Uh happened because they do have a lot of information. She didn't seem to know about it. Oh my goodness. So anyway I just, Uh I'm just really
2: struck by the difference.
1: And and I realize that our feedback form is difficult, but when you have experiences like that, folks, please please, you can either do the feedback form or just write to support at i and tell them what happened because we need that information we need to know when you are not satisfied with the service that you got thank you so much when i was, um, when I was
0: registering for um a convention i was basically um i told ira i need assistance with ira with, with, with registering with convention and i told them it's going to be in-person. Like, oh, it's going to be virtual, right? I'm like, no, in-person. And they still selected virtual. And and that caused me some problems later. You know, I had to call, um, you know, Jen Dickelman and then say, please, can you switch this? I, you know, I was switched, selected virtual, and, and I'm going to go in-person. It just, it caused a lot of headache, you know?
1: Please, please, please. When these things happen, call our customer care team because otherwise, we don't know that it happened.
0: And actually, and I we, did call. them. Oh, good, I,
1: good, excellent. I, did call I was going to say, this, and we don't know that it happened. I, I and did, and then they, they
0: they basically credited me like my minutes mm-hmm. for that time good.
1: period. So good, good, good. And I'm but, sorry that that happened. Yeah. Yeah, hi. It's uh, Ann Brash. I just wondered if you could uh, go on and, and tell us the difference between, um, you know, personal assistance and and visual interpreting. Because I've had the same problem with this convention with Ira, and I, I love them too. Um, so I just wondered if you could explain more the difference between those two things. Sure, absolutely. And understand that we are crafting this too because there isn't, unlike sign language interpreting, there isn't an actual definition out there. And it's one of the things that we're working on through uh, Savannah Massey, who's our um, service delivery VP. Um, She and her team are working on this, Everett will be working on it, and we want your input too. So the difference as we see it is that a visual interpreter is taking instruction from you Uh, okay, what do you need to see? And that's all they're doing. They're not uh, filling in the blanks like our agents used to and sometimes still do. So it's a much more generic service. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to go all sterile on you and just, you know, okay, she didn't say to do that. So, you know, and that's that fine line um, that we walk. Personal assistance generally will be more intuitive and more... uh, looking toward what you need, what is the next step. And we wanna see where the fine line is Uh, because some people will just happily hand off work to an agent and that's not really what visual interpreting is about. And that's an extreme example, but the examples that you folks are talking about are much finer in detail. So we're working out what that difference is, and it's, it's hard. On one scale, we have, all right, you know, she didn't tell me not to check that box, so... So, if I say to them, um, can you tell me where the nearest ladies' room is in mm-hmm. the convention? That's visual interpreting. That's, visual that's interpreting, the problem yes. I had. They didn't have a map, I guess. Uh, and they have a map. So, please, if you know, let them know, tell them to talk to their, um, their supervisor. They have maps. There are definitely maps to both conventions. I had and, and if it makes you feel any better, not that it will, but I had this very same experience finding this room. My poor agent was just befuddled and we walked in a circle for a while, which was not a fun time. So, you know, it's happening and I'm not sure why it's happening. So we are gonna do some in in depth uh, looking at the conventions when we get back. So yes, sir. Can I
3: just tell you about-
1: well, let me let me get you a microphone. And you know, what, guys, it's okay to tell us about our bad experiences. I don't want you to feel like, oh my gosh, we're just here to bash Ira. We want to hear. Questions? Yeah, I'm um, getting here
4: you go go. Go. sure.
3: Appropriate questions then.
4: For
1: okay. an
3: agent, with the, these two definitions, we were just missing. absolutely all right. Okay, first of all, um, just a, one example of a, a really good experience I had was I got, you know, a call. From our tax preparer and they said, you know, there's this new law, we need a copy of your state ID, both sides could you please email that to me and to us and I said, well, I'll get it to you and I wasn't, I'm not that good with putting something on the scanner and then interpreting into a proper TIF file or whatever to email somebody so I called Ira and my agent was able to Take a picture of both sides of my ID and then crop it and prepare it so it looks, you know, really presentable. And then email it to both me and and my tax prepare. And that, you know, worked really well. I don't know if that's maybe part of some of the new technology we are talking about a while ago. But I thought that was really helpful. It's
1: a lot about the uh, cameras on your phone Um, Being able to do that now.
3: Okay. I have an (laughs) iPhone XS. And then some of my questions like, first of all, is it, I mean, is it a legitimate call if I call somebody here at the convention and say, I'm in Nirvana A, and I need to get to the elevators, going absolutely. to the sleeping rooms yep. on the first floor, so I need to find either an escalator or an elevator, go absolutely. downstairs and find my way there. Can, should they have maps and be able they to They definitely should,
1: you? and they do.
3: Oh, so that's not inappropriate. Okay. No,
1: that is absolutely not. What, what would be inappropriate would be, okay, well, you know, tell me what's going on at 1 o'clock. Oh, there are five sessions. Which one do you think I should go to?
3: Oh no, no, yeah. no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that would I be that, that would be an
1: example of inappropriate. Okay. But and like I said, it's a fine line and don't don't hesitate, you know, if if you think you might have crossed it, don't worry. You know, it's something we are working out as we figure out and define what we want our agents to do and what they just can't do because of their position or whatever and you know, it's a, it's a tough one so
3: here's i'm if i may one more and then i'll be quiet oh, that's okay uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a website i hate dealing with and i can do it with jaws but if i don't finish the process of booking a Greyhound ticket, oh. and I get thrown right back to the beginning, and I'm starting over. You
1: have pointed this out to Greyhound already so <laughs> on your behalf. Trust me. Is
3: it appropriate for me, since I assume your agents are vetted, and, and uh, yes. for me yes. to call and say, okay... On uh, September 1st, I'm going to Milwaukee, and I'd like to book a trip yes. for you know one way for two way there on September 1st and back on the 5th or yes. whatever. And
1: you are directing that agent what you need to have done on that website. You know the visual information that you mm-hmm. need. Say you need a box checked, or there's a time constraint, or something like that. And the agent is trained to go over that information with you once they've put it in before they click submit. <laughs> right, they're supposed to check that information with you. Uh, I always recommend to people to have the agent put you in the boxes if you can to type in your own personal information so that right. there's no chance that it gets you know misspelled or something like that. Uh, and but that's absolutely. Absolutely, something we do, and
3: it's okay for you know I can treat them like any other business and sure. give them my credit yep. card number and them
1: Yes, yes. Um, we are going through a couple layers of security. In okay. fact, uh, we we actually were pretty proud of our security. Uh, that's how we got in with Amazon, and Amazon has access to more information than probably anybody on earth, including the IRS. That's so,
3: probably true.
1: So we figure if we can pass their security checks and the Microsoft security. Security checks, which are pretty heavy duty, you right. know, we're, we're probably okay with your credit card. So but you can also do Amazon choice.
3: orders if I yep have yep. trouble finding a product yep. or
1: yep I do it all okay. the time.
3: Thank you very yep. much. You I appreciate you are welcome.
1: It. Anybody else have a question? All right, and we'll take anything. We'll take criticism. You know, anything that's fine.
0: Hi. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So. Here's my question. I'm glad that the the IR Explorer, for us Explorer user, the ACB intro minute, they'll continue until 25. That's great. But what about on minutes? It's still too expensive. If we need to purchase extra, one month we need some extra minutes, you know, the others. You know, I've done that before. I right? said, so, okay, I can pay uh, 30 more dollars, you know, to get... You know, an additional 25 minutes. That was okay, but now it's ridiculous for those. You know, we need to bring that back.
1: Well, um,. The more access partners we get, the more likely we are to bring it back. Um, That's the honest truth. Let me tell you, we had been giving away Ira because, of course, we were a startup company uh, before we reorganized, and we were giving away a lot of minutes to get people to use the service and adopt it, and we cannot afford to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. That's a very good question, and we have debated that and gone back and forth about eliminating the five free minutes. It may happen, it may happen. Um, Honestly, our CEO, Troy Attilio, has a big heart, and he did not want to just cut somebody off. And say, okay, you, there's no more free IRA. Nobody gets it. He wanted to tailor it off and make sure that people had a chance to look for alternative funding and things like that. So, and we know this is difficult to find funding. That's why we want to get as many places as we can, like the Marriott hotel chain, for example. There's no reason IRA should or ACB should have to pay for IRA. It should be. A guest feature of the hotel so that anytime you go to a Marriott, yes, <laughs> you have the, the, the support that you need, and especially in these times when they have such uh, staffing shortages. So, Bethesda, Mar- Bethesda
0: is the headquarters of Marriott. I work for Marriott. Talk to them, see what they can,
1: you know, mm-hmm. see what they can do. Yes, we, we have some contacts at Marriott and some of the other hotel chains, Hyatt, Hilton, etc. So we are talking to them. But you know what? It doesn't hurt to put it in your hotel comments either. So um, it's usually comments from the customers that go a lot farther than comments from a company that's trying to sell them something. Okay. Any Any other questions? I have a question. Sure.
4: Uh, I'm a volunteer. Um, what's what is Ira? I'm not familiar because oh, I am oh not goodness. part of the blind community. I'm just here to volunteer. I'm the one passing the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of it. Can you? Just, I can kind of sure. tell what it is
1: based <laughs> on your conversation, but uh-huh.
4: like a little history, like when did it start? Like, sure. When did this app become available?
1: Sure. So we began actually serving customers in 2016. We were founded in 2015, uh, but they began serving customers in 2016, and we employ trained agents, and those folks actually look through the camera of your smartphone through our app, and assist people. Uh, Some people call it eyes in your pocket, um, which I kind of like, but they can assist people by reading things, by helping them navigate, by uh, any number of things, helping with a lot of computer tasks, and uh, looking for one of the rites of passage, looking for dog poop. Um, (laughs) It's one of the agent rites of passage, going through the x-ray machine and looking for dog poop. So there you go, inside secrets. And we have probably 100,000 customers. And that is including the folks who use us for free. Does anybody here use IRA as part of their job, paid for by your employer? Whoa, nobody? Oh, no. Well, your employer can indeed pay for IRA as part of a job accommodation. You don't have to use your own minutes for that. And we are happy to talk to your HR people, to your ADA coordinator, whatever it is at the business that you work at, or the college or university that you attend. We are happy to talk to them. Usually the top uh, issue is security and we're happy to put them in touch with our security folks and read all of our white papers on security and how it all fits together. We actually uh, have some people who are employed by the State Department that use IRA. So, you know, again, if we can pass that, (laughs) we're pretty good on security. But if it's something you think you would use at work, you know, please let us know. We'll be happy to talk to your employer about it. Depends on your employer, um, Steve. Is it? Yeah, Steve. Uh, Steve asked if it's it's uh, an issue of security or money, and it really depends on the employer, you know. And I will tell you, we're not at the VA yet. So anybody who works for the VA, we're not there yet, and that's a security issue. But that's a security issue for most outside vendors at the VA.
3: So, again, my question, is it okay to ask about uh, your relationship or about using our possibly with a a new vendor at the convention?
1: Absolutely, and I know exactly the vendor you're talking about. You do? Which (laughs) one do you think I'm talking about? Well, I think you were talking about the folks with the Celeste glasses.
3: I am. That's Uh not
1: fair. That's the one everybody is (laughs) talking about. She's a mind reader. So this past year, uh, this past Uh September, actually, August, September, we partnered with two outside technologies. First of them was the uh, blind shell phone. Anybody here have a blind shell? All right. It is, a, it is a good phone, I will tell you. It is a very nice phone. You can use Ira with it. I think we've worked out all of our volume problems uh, that we had with it, so it's a great choice. How
0: about the
3: camera? Uh,
1: camera, yes, yes. We did absolutely work out the camera issue. So that works. Yes, yes. Now we've got a much better camera uh, set up with that phone. We then worked with the people at Envision on the Envision glasses. So you can now get Ira on the Envision glasses. Uh, The only thing that you cannot do, and it's because the glasses don't have a GPS receiver, so the agent, when you're on the phone, unless you have location services turned off, uh, your agent can automatically see your GPS position. Great. Super helpful, you know, obviously if you're navigating. But when you come to us through the Envision app or through the Envision glasses, pardon me, uh, they don't have access to your GPS position. So they have to look at where you are. Uh, they have to, you know, okay, tell me where you are, and then I can look you up in a map and pinpoint you. Some people, primarily in the UK, use an app called What Three Words. To give a location, the agent can type that into their computer. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's absolutely here. They just they tend to they tend to deploy it more in uh, in Europe. Yeah, yeah. It, a lot of people don't even know it exists. But oh, really? Oh, awesome. Yeah. What three words is a great app? It's free. And basically, what they did was they uh, mapped the world in nine foot squares. And given satellites, they can change a little bit as you stand still due to the movement of the satellites, but basically you can give this three word phrase to your agent, they can type it in on their computer and a map comes up and they pinpoint you. So that's, that's one way to get around that geographic or um, GPS situation. We are aware of, yes, what three, number three words is the app. Now we are regarding Celeste. We are aware of them. We do not have an official partnership, but we are we are very aware. Oh my goodness! Judy got Judy got some fun words here. Right here, for
0: this spot where I'm
2: sitting,
1: gang sizes urgent. Gang sizes urgent is right where Judy is sitting. Oh, the the three words are often hilarious. Where they what they come up with? I <laughs> mine was a little um, NSFW. So it, it, for my office at home, I I looked at it and thought, really? Okay. Um, very interesting. I will not repeat it here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry. Go go ahead.
2: No, I, I'm sorry.
1: I just reacted. reacted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's
4: okay. Yeah. Yes, just so, so I'm um, so I teach students. And is there still a student's like free account when you're trying to teach students how to use Aira?
1: Um We have a demo mode, okay. but usually we try to connect with the schools to make sure that uh, they can get IRA. Now, are you a K through 12 teacher?
4: I actually work at a state school for the blind. Oh, OK. So, okay. I work mostly with transition-age students, mm-hmm. so students that are going into college or just getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, then my, And my second question is, and this is kind of silly, but um, is there like a specific lanyard or something that you sell that's really good for like holding phones? Because there are times when I'm navigating and walking. And mm-hmm. I know at one point there was glasses. I'm not sure if there still is glasses, but I couldn't afford the glasses. Sure,
1: sure. So, okay, great question. So let me do the lanyard question first, and then we'll go back to the school. Um, So for lanyards, we don't sell any particular brand of lanyard. Uh, There are too many choices out there. Um, One of the ones, though, that a lot of our customers recommend is something called the neck mount, and that is a flexible wire, a flexible piece of tubing with a phone holder on it. You can bend it just about any way you want. I like these. They go over your head, and kind of sit on your collarbones, and the phone is out in front of you a little bit. I like these because you can bend them into a reading stand, too. And so you can, you know, do some scanning, whatever, with other apps. It's just a really useful piece of gear. In terms of the lanyard-type neck pouches, there are a number of them out there. There's a very nice one in a nice leather from Guide Lights and Gadgets. It's called the No Bounce Pouch. For obvious reasons, um, <laughs> once again, um, and you can sit your phone in this pouch. You can also put, you know, some other lighter things in there. You don't want to put too many heavy things in, but the way that it sits, the front zippered pocket allows your phone's camera to stick out above, and the phone is is pretty secure in there. I tell people you might want to, you know, put some foam around it or something on the inside to keep it in one place, but it's very secure, and it's a nice stylish pouch, there is also a new one that the folks at AT guys have. I don't know if you've seen this one. It's called the Slinger. And does not work if your phone has a MagSafe? Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Judy says it does not work if your phone has a MagSafe. So this. It'll, it'll work. Yeah. You can't use your MagSafe right. Anymore. Right. Yeah, and the reason you can't use your MagSafe with the slinger is that it attaches via adhesive to the back of your phone, and that's one too many layers for the MagSafe to go through. But, and, and, it would be interesting if they changed this a bit to make it more of a holder than an adhesive thing. But I like the neck attachment. It goes over your head and it has a retractable strap that you can pull your phone out if you need to. You can turn your, flip your phone around. You can do all these things with it. So it's another interesting, you know, uh, hands-free accessory. And then I have one here. This is the one that they use at Amazon. We're going to give it away to some lucky person. It is called an action mount chest harness. And uh, it sort of reminds me of a crest between a bra and a guide dog harness. So, you know, um, imagine that. But uh, it has a little placard in front, and you will attach your phone to that. Uh, You're not going to be able to use your phone for anything while it's attached because it's going to attach, obviously, to the screen of your phone. However, um, it's a good way to go hands-free. You can swivel your phone around and things like that. I would encourage everybody, it's a very low-traffic email list. You can join our Ira Explorer's email list, and that is... Ira plus subscribe, so A-I-R-A plus sign, subscribe, at groups.io. And you can ask any question you want. There are a lot of people on there who can give opinions and give products that they use and that they like. And we also have a Facebook group. That one gets a little more interesting. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. But the email list is great. We also have a WhatsApp group. And the... Sign-up addresses and the links for those should be in the app, but if they're not, customer care has them. And the WhatsApp group is also a great place to ask questions.
3: There we is, go. What is the uh, degree of difference? And this may be subjective, but mm-hmm. am I better having, say, the current iPhone 14 Pro versus the iPhone 10s I have now? When using IRA and to make things easier for your agents to see and oh. more dynamic, because I've asked this question several places and people kind of act like they don't want to touch that one, you know. And I, I know you're not wanting to promote any specific brand or any specific mm-hmm. model, but I'm just curious, subjectively, as far as you know, does it make any difference, or if you have an SC20, for example? Mm-hmm.
1: I will tell that you range. for the agents, Thank it you. doesn't make much difference, honestly. Um, now, in the new app, you will see, this is the other new thing about the new app. You'll see a place on the home screen where it says configured devices. Under the configure devices dialog, you're going to see configure camera. You can do the front facing camera or the back facing camera. And for those of you with iPhones and we are working on Android, uh, you will be able to see all of the cameras that your iPhone has. You can switch them. You can't switch them during a call Our default is the widest angle lens, and that's the same on Android. We default to the wide angle lens for the the agent's best viewing. But if you do want to change your camera, you can do that. And that's the place you can do it. Uh, You can also, during a call, change between front and back cameras. And for anybody with low vision or somebody who's sighted that you're showing this to, they are going to be able to see what the agent sees on your screen during a call. So they can actually see that a lot of people with low vision asked for that because they wanted a little backup. They wanted to be able to see what the agent was seeing through the phone to get directed better and all sorts of use cases for that. But that's available now, and that really helps the sighted person to say, whoa, this is cool. That's what the agent sees, and that's what they're telling you about and so, you know, it's one of those features that this is how we get them. We get them with a lot of input from you. And it's going to be the same way with the AI features that we develop. You know, we're using them in the background. We're continuing to watch things. But we're also going to reach out to you and say, what, what do you think? Is this something viable? Or how would you like us to use this particular capability? All right, let's see. Any other questions, comments? Uh, If you want to listen to our podcast, we have a bi-monthly Explorer call. It's typically the third Wednesday of the month at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And that call is also then aired on our I recast, and I can give you the podcast feed for that if you want. It's a Pinecast uh, hosted podcast, and it's pinecast.com slash feed, F-E-E-D slash IRAcast, A-I-R-A-C-A-S-T. Some people have had luck playing it on the A-Lady speakers. Other people have not. Um, I guess it depends on your accent. I've, I've gotten it to work once and only once, but... Um, Access Matters is also uh, on Pinecast for the audio feed. And that one is same thing, pinecast.com slash feed slash access dash matters. It's also on our YouTube channel. Yes, we have a YouTube channel. Our calls are on Zoom. They're also on live on our YouTube channel, so you can watch them there. And that is youtube.com slash Ira I O A I R A I O. <laughs> Sounds like a group cheer. Actually, I just keep thinking O H. Oh, there's nobody in here from Ohio. Oh yeah, there you go. All right. I knew there had to be an Ohio person in here. Yes. <laughs> Columbus, yay. Uh, I'm Janine Stanley. Oh, you're an A C B R, right? Yep, yep. You
0: should
1: be in Ohio are you in
0: Ohio
1: A C B Yeah, well, not for a while, but never fear. I will be at your convention this year. Sweet. So never fear. You there. Well, we might make that happen. We might just make that happen. So who is ready for some trivia? I have four gift cards and a lovely action pouch to give away these gift cards are from our lovely access partners target starbucks and amazon so anybody first person to shout out that you know this what does ira stand for we recently changed this so what does aira stand for (laughs) Oh, Chloe, okay (laughs) Well, it used to be artificial intelligence, remote assistance. Well, the artificial intelligence when, of course, Anarud was with us, and in the early days, we had the glasses, we had Chloe, and we changed it up a little bit. Well, with AI being now so prominent, we said, wait a minute But that's not what RAI does. So we're going to change this. And now, IRA stands for Access to Information Through Remote Assistance. Yes. And we also have some shirts that I hear some people would love to have. They say in very big letters on the front, access is a human right. And those may be coming to a, an online store near you. We're not sure. <laughs> We've had a lot of people who said they'd like to have them. So we're redesigning them a little bit, and uh, you never know. But that is one of our new catchphrases is access is a human right. All righty. Now, let's see if we can get another question here. You were, closer, right? you, you were close, but not quite. I can't give it to... but Trust me, I have more questions. So you will <laughs> probably get one of these. Okay, so in the beginning, we started with Google Glass. But before we made our own Horizon glasses, we used another type of uh, glass, another type of wearable. Oh, and Judy got it. It was the Austria glasses. All right, so that will be a gift certificate. So to pick? You can pick Judy, yes. I can pick the action. The- ah, and Judy takes the action chest mount. Yes. All righty, here you go, ma'am. There we go, we'll reach across. There we go. I'm just gonna put it there. So now we have four gift certificates. And the Austria glasses were actually really cool looking, I thought anyway. Um, yes, they were they were quite interesting looking. So now next question. Does anyone know what month and year Ira went to 24/7 operation? I know what year, but I can't anybody know? It, it was in the summer. It was. I think I could July 2018. You are so close. I'm going to give it to you. It's August 2018. <laughs> yep. And I'm sorry, somebody in the back might have had it too. Uh, yep. August 2018. And what is your name? Miro. Okay. And you are an IRA subscriber, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Can you spell your name for me? N-I-R-A-L. N-I-R-A-L. And what is your last name? S- S H E T H. All right. Can we, you, have you can have the Amazon card. Yes, absolutely. All righty. Need to get up nope, nope. Actually, we're going to mail that to you, so we're going to email it to you. Yep, you will get that via email. We have your email, I do believe. And if we <laughs> don't, I know where to find you. <laughs> you work harder yourself, right? Yes, yes, sir. Alrighty, next question. All righty, so you guys, we have a lot of airports. Who went through in their journey here the most IRA access airports? We know the Chicago airports aren't. Did anybody go through at least one? There was one PDS. Ah, okay. All right, and that's Philly, right? Oh, okay, Portland, Oregon. And you know what? They just renewed their subscription. So, yes, Portland, Oregon. All right. Yeah, somebody in the back? All right, Phoenix Harbor. They were one of our new airports this past year. We were so excited to get Phoenix. Finally. <laughs> finally, finally. Anybody else? Baltimore. Yes, Baltimore. Woohoo! Baltimore's been a long time, uh, IRA Airport. And we love it, hub through Baltimore all the time when I worked on Long Island. All righty. So I believe that for that, did anybody go? Did anyone go through two Ira airports? Hopefully not. But <laughs> nobody. Well, you know what? You two ladies in the back, the person with Phoenix, and the person with Portland, because you guys are new access partners or at least newly renewed access partners. Can I get the lady from Portland? What is your name? Sharon Berdine. Oh, Sharon, all right. Awesome, all right. So this is Sharon Berdyne from Portland. And who is the lady coming from Phoenix? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, Connie, and I will need to get your last name spelling. I'm sorry. Okay, J-A-C-O-M-I-N-E? I. Uh, M-I-N-I, got it. All righty. And we will send you out gift certificates. I have Amazon or Target. I'm sorry, Starbucks or Target? You could pick either one. Starbucks. Okay. And Connie would like a Starbucks. What would you like, Sharon? Um, you know, I'll go with Target. I have Okay, okay. Great. That goes for target.com as well. Okay. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. And I think that was, let's see, was that my four questions? I think I've got one more question here. So... This one is uh, a little bit of inside fun, but it has been mentioned on our Explorer calls. What is the nickname of our customer care department? They have a fun nickname. Oh, nobody knows? You'll know it the minute I say it. They are called the Care Bears. (laughs) Yep. Yep, the Care Bears, and they actually they used to go through and they would have to name their Care Bear. So you know, somebody was Harmony Bear or whatever the Care Bears were back in the day. Um, All righty, final question: Who was our first Ira Access Partner? Has to do with travel, and it was in the volunteer state. You got it. It was an airport. Yep. Oh, Judy got one. Yeah, Judy already got one. Okay, but it was Memphis. You are correct. It was Memphis. Now, we're going to give somebody else one. I can only give one gift certificate per person. Sorry. Okay, can anybody name a bank that is an IRA access location? Unfortunately, not. We are trying hard to get them, though, because that's one. But we do have another bank that is uh, nationally known. You got it, Bank of America! Yay! (laughs) 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 Uh Oh, she she. she won too, but yeah, yeah, Bank of Am. Yep. (laughs) Oh yes, Bank of America is our one national. Chain that is uh, in fact an access location. We also have TD Bank on the East Coast and in uh, Canada. So, and for that bank, we now have French language available as a language for people. If that's your first language, we have uh, Quebecois French for you. We also have Spanish. So, that was a new thing. Uh, I think we started that last year, I believe. So, let's see. Alrighty, getting down to the end of my trivia questions here. I have braille cards all over this table, you guys. It's unbelievable. Okay, let me see, because I want to give away one more gift certificate. Okay, so some of you may know that we have our vice president of service delivery is Savannah Massey, and she is deaf. And she has brought a lot of kind of new information to Ira and new use cases for Ira. Somebody asked me, well, do I have to be blind or visually impaired to use Ira? No, you do not. Now, Savannah came to us from somewhere. Where, what company did she work for? Starbucks. You got it, yes. Starbucks, yay, yay. All right. So, and your name is? Oh, Nikki, all right, Nikki Kobe, yay. Well, last name is C O V Y. C O V Y, got it, all right. All right, folks, and everybody's got an IRA account, so trust me, I can find you. If any of you have any questions or comments or things like this whole issue of personal assistant versus visual interpreter, please, 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 reach out to us, we're happy to talk about it with you, because as I said, it's evolving, and it's one of those things that it's hard to define, it really is, and we're getting some guidance from the deaf community, but it's a little different uh, than sign language interpreting, it's more than a little different, it's actually very different. But it's along the same model. We're providing a service that gives you access to information you don't have access to otherwise. And so there's the similarity. We are going to be reaching out to you and your state chapters to look at how we can get IRA funded in your state, if that's something that you, you all desire to help us work on. We're also going to be working on the definition of visual interpreting and how that fits into some federal funding for visual interpreting. Wouldn't it be nice to have a 711 for visual interpreting? In any way, we, we're honestly hoping that uh, some people take us up on the challenge to set up another service, because right now we're the only people, and that makes it really hard to advocate, because it sure looks like, well, was just drumming up business, and we're not about that. Of course, we don't mind it, but, but that's not our goal. Our goal is to really further access and make sure that, again, access is a human right. So with that, I will say you all have a great rest of the convention, a safe trip home. I'm going to be headed to the airport and uh, glad to, I'll hang up out up here for a bit and uh, try to figure out why my work phone is saying strange things. And uh, (laughs) yeah, I think it's tired of the convention as well. So thanks everybody for coming and uh, we will see you next year in Jacksonville. Yay! Thank you. All right.